Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. We're studying the book of 1 Samuel, and we're in chapter 21, where David is a fugitive on the loose with Goliath's sword in hand, thinking that he would be safer in Philistine territory than in Israel. I would tend to think that there were 200 very sore Philistine men, along with 10,000 widow women, who would disagree about David's safety among the Philistines. But this is what desperation does, isn't it? It can drive us to do some pretty strange things. So David enters the town of Achish which with Goliath's sword in tow. And I'm pretty sure that that thing was hard to hide in the luggage. And as soon as he enters, the people recognize who he is, particularly the servants of Achish, who is the ruler in Gath, which is Goliath's hometown. And they start to question, isn't this the great one of Israel? So David's cover is blown, and he is very afraid now, very concerned. And he decides that the best course of action, again, is deception. He pretends to be a lunatic, a madman, someone who has gone crazy. And he begins to drool all over himself with drool running down his beard, which was a mark of shame, by the way. Wars were started over the pulling of a man's beard. It was a shameful thing to mess with a man's beard. How much more so to defile yourself by drooling all the way down your beard. David resorted to other antics as well, such as marking on their gates in a crazed fashion. And yet, in all of this, God is the one who delivers David from the grasp of the Philistines. David here has a sword. David is a mighty warrior, but he's too afraid to fight. He is desperately afraid, and yet God delivers. God uses allies like Ahimelech to deliver David, and God is going to use adversaries to deliver David as well. God is providential and uses primary and secondary causes to accomplish His will. And He does the same thing in the Christian's life. How can you be sure, Cliff? Well, like we said last week, David was just a human, a man of the dirt. He was on the run. He had no place to rest his head. He was under pressure. He was alone. He was desperate. And he stumbled a bit under that pressure. And we see that happen regularly in the patriarchs of the faith. Abraham did it. Jacob did it, Moses did it, and now David does it. But there was a moment when Jesus was under immense pressure as well. He was alone, desperate, and God brought him to this moment. But in that moment, Jesus didn't lie, he didn't deceive, he didn't stumble. He simply said, not my will, but thy will be done. In Jesus' most desperate moment, God delivered Jesus over to death. God handed Jesus over to suffer the wages of sin that he did not commit. God handed Jesus over to death and then delivered his chosen one from the grave and death so that God could deliver his people from hell and give life and joy and peace in the resurrected Jesus even as we walk down desperate roads. God will not abandon his chosen ones. God will provide for his chosen ones all that they need during their times of desperation. He put Jesus in the grave and then resurrected him from the dead to make this point abundantly clear to us. As you pray today, please remember Grady Johnson and his family, our missionaries in Mexico. And also remember the Khmer Life Word broadcast that's heard throughout Cambodia.